D&D has come a long way in the past few years. And if you're looking to level up your dice as well as your gameplay, Modern Artifice has you covered. Their artisanal metal dice sets are high-end, look great, and give a satisfying weight to your dice rolls. Check out their solid metal sets like this critical silver reactor, which even glows in the dark. Or try their hollow frame dice, intricate metal woven into our favorite polyhedral shapes for a truly unique rolling experience. If you're into something more classic, Modern Artifice has a plethora of colored and themed resin dice sets so you can find the perfect set to match your character. Feeling adventurous? Try Modern Artifice's mystery dice sets. This grab bag will give you a full set of resin or metal dice. You never know what you'll get, but you know it will always be quality. So get yourself to modernartifice.com today and use code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's GOON10 at checkout for 10% off. Modern Artifice, your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelty. Volanta. Ah, Mila, you scared me half to life. What are you doing skulking about back there? Like a cat looking for a porch to die under. Where is Anastraya? Oh, who knows anymore? I can't get two words out of that girl these days. She used to be so carefree and merciless. Now all she does is pout. If she's not careful, her face will freeze in an eternal grimace, just like yours. Oh, I do worry about her. Wherever she is, or whatever she is doing, we need to find her. Husband wants a word. He does? Why didn't you say so? Gods below, I'm in such a state. I must find appropriate garb. Where is that whalebone corset of yours? It looks so fetching on me. Ah! Help me lace it up, would you? I'm going to make a corset out of your bones if you don't- Arguing again like an old married cat and dog. Ludmilla, I found on Australia. There you are. Where have you- What's wrong? What's wrong is I can't get a moment's peace from your bickering. If this hand-pecking is what grown women do all day, then thank the dark powers I'll never age. Anastraya, are you eating? You look wan. What? I... She's fine. What does husband want? Something about Irina, I expect. Or those quixotic do-gooders running about the place. Don't say her name. It unsettles my stomach. I cannot wait for a husband to realize how bullish and club-footed the princess is. And we'll see how pretty she is without any skin. Careful what you wish for, Volanta. What? What does that mean? Ludmilla, don't be cruel. What does that mean? As I said, husband would like a word. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Strahdcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, it was a day of lessons. Kaz taught Winnie how to butcher the boar and affix its tusks onto her mask, creating a frightening new veil for her adventures. Drogar taught Winnie to use her very faith as a shield, and taught Dimitri how to smoke a pipe, sort of. Our heroes took a moment to reflect on the valley itself, on Zenobia, and how she seemed just as ready to be rid of Strahd as they are. In that interest, it was decided to set out at last on the road to Baba Lazaga, and the final missing gem. First stop, Argenbost Holt, the ancient keep of the dragon Argenbost. What will await them on the path? Find out now on the Stroudcast. Close.
your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. So, you all bed down. And I think, maybe, and decide for yourselves, but I think this is the first night that is available to sleep soundly, maybe, for some of us. You know, I will leave that to make your own call. I don't want to assume anything, but I imagine the last couple nights have not been great sleeping. Oh, yeah. Uh, But maybe last night uh, you actually get a little repose. So let that, you know, do with that information what you will. <laughs> That's what he chose to do with that information. <laughs> yeah. You're damn right it is. <laughs> what I'm hearing is full HP and four rages. Hello. I indeed. You all awake. I think, Winnie, we had described you curled up like a cat in the crook of Drogar's arm. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone awakes to a, a gentle morning, at least as gentle as, as you can kind of get in Barovia. You come out into the morning mists, but they're somewhat dissipated as, as as to what the norm would be. So it's a pretty clear day by Barovian standards. And by that, it means it looks like it might just spit today instead of downpour. <laughs> as you make your way out into the camp, it's already bustling. There's been a lot of excitement over the last couple of days in the Berserker camp. And you can feel... You can sort of feel that energy radiating from them. They are activated in a way that you have not really seen before. They've always been ready for action, the berserkers, but it feels revelrous rather than uh, ferocious right now. Just to set the scene, you see black smoke pluming from Zarya's tent, so you can be you can guess that she's there at working at the forge. Uh, if you want to say anything to her, you also see Dimitri is having a conversation with Rudolph over by Rudolph's wagon uh, at that they you know all arrived uh, from Velaki in. And you also see in the in that sort of like central sort of like arena where Kaz, you know, uh, that fated battle with Zarya so long ago, you can see a bunch of the berserkers sort of at morning drills, kind of exercising and training. And you also see Irina yes. there yes. chucking javelins at, yes. at dummies. Nice. Yes. Um, so that's kind of the scene set before you. So if you want to talk to any of those people, you can. If there's someone else you want to speak to, you can go and find them. If you want to just break camp and, and hit the road, you're welcome to do that again. But that's what you're looking at. And the time is yours. Did we, did we, I know we said, we expressed intent to do this, but did we ever actually affix the boar tusks to Winnie's skull mask? Yes, that was part of the day yesterday. Okay, so we did okay. do that. The skull mask has the tusks on them, yeah. Lovely. I think in asking, I guess Zarya, did Zarya do the work on the skull mask? I think we said that she would help if we needed it, so mm-hmm. I'm going to assume she helped. I also had her cut it, so mm-hmm. now it's like a half mask, ah. and the tusks are- Nice. The, so like, like is your nose bones. exposed, or just your mouth? Hmm. Trying to think of what would be cooler. I'm trying to think that you've broken your nose twice now, and maybe you should leave it covered. <laughs> okay, that's a good idea. That's a good right. Idea. So it kind of stops maybe at your upper lip. Yeah, yeah, with Great. just the tusks and then the tusks curl bones. out. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. <laughs> 
I just think as we're walking by, doing our business. Yeah, as we walk by the arena, I, I as we walk by the arena, I want to see how Irina is doing. Yeah, um, so you sort of peer out uh, across the arena. Uh, yeah, they're all just sort of at their morning drills. Some are doing push-ups. Uh, some are at training dummies, swinging swords and spears. And Irina stands at about the midway point, like at the center of the arena. You know, she, she you, you see her, she pulls a javelin out of one of the training dummies uh, and holds it in her uh, in her hand and walks back across to the center of the arena and kind of squares up and you can see the focus on her face as she sort of like takes aim and she she goes to throw and, and Kaz give me a perception check yes uh, 16 on the die that's gonna uh, that's 17 I think 17 yeah uh, great she's getting quite good Kaz <laughs> nice oh oh I'm wrong that's a 20 dirty 20 yes yes she's getting, she's getting really good Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's getting really good no you, her form is good Great, great. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you can tell she's been she's been practicing. Yeah, awesome. Okay, I think being the um, the martially minded person I am, I think I'll find because like you can always improve. I'll find like I'll find whatever it is the slightest thing that she could be doing better. Like, uh, square off the back foot. Great, awesome. The, the throw starts in the earth. Give me a, that's awesome. Give me a either insight or investigation. Which one's better? <laughs> Investigation's a negative one. Insight's a plus one. A 12. A 12? Yep. As you say that off the back foot, I think, like, in the distance, as Kaz was walking by the arena, when he was doing, like, a big kid stretch and then tries to creep out of the bed with Drogar still sleeping, and around the time you start giving Irina orders, when he just arrives and is, yeah. like, struggling Great. to see over the side as watching. Give me a, a stealth check, Winnie. A stealth <laughs> To avoid waking up Drogar. Oh my god! <laughs> Based on those snores, Drogar sleeping in. Dirty twenty. Yeah, you nice. replace your body with a water jug uh, and make your, <laughs> and <laughs> and then he and then he like takes the jug and like rolls over. Yeah, you know, like starts cuddling the jug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you make your way out to the arena, yeah, to see Kaz kind of squaring up watching Irina work. And yeah, Kaz, um, as you look, you notice, yeah, she should, uh, she needs to square her hips. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's that kinetic linking. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right, yeah. The throw starts in the earth. I thought it started with my arm. Oh, no. Square off your back foot. Push off of it. That energy goes through your leg, through your hip, and then a rotate in your upper body, and then it gets to your arm. It's like the crack of a whip. Crack. Starts in the earth, God. Has anyone ever told you you have a rather poetic soul, Kazai? Oddly enough, yes. I didn't believe it then either. Throw it again! Well, <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, and she does so. I think her coaching style is much like Geralt. Think opening scenes of The Witcher 3. Um, so she squares up again, Kaz. Uh, she, and you see her, like, take focus, but then she kind of stops for a second and looks down at her feet. And, like, stomps a little bit and takes position. You can see much improved. She, like, finds her center. Uh, and so she goes to throw it again and, ha! And she sort of sends it across and, like, right into the training dummy's face. Like, it, it, the, you see the, the, the tip of the spear burst out of the back of the training dummy's skull. Uh, and she whirls around, you know, her, her, uh, her sort of amber hair flowing, twirling like the train of a skirt as she does. <laughs> and she beams at you and says, not bad, eh? That hair doesn't get it, ever get in your face when you do it, does it? Yes, but it's part of my charm. 
<laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> You're damn right it is. <laughs> yeah, it was better. <laughs> Keep practicing. <laughs> Can do. It's a lot harder to focus on doing it right when you're throwing it at something that's charging to kill you. Well, I'll take your word for it right now. Do you mean to run at you really scary? <laughs> Let's save that for a bit. I don't know if I'm quite ready to spar with all of you yet. <laughs> awesome. Anything else? <laughs> Drogar's still asleep. Drogar is taking it easy this morning. And then you just hear, I told you about the time. No, 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 no. So... It's over that way, Venner, that way. Oh. <laughs> I said a pinch of cinnamon, not a dash. A pinch. <laughs> keep, stir- keep stirring the pot. <laughs> I think the one thing, you, like, you would see Olaf going around the camp, like, just checking on everyone. And just like, you know, because he knows he's probably going to leave. <laughs> he doesn't quite know, but he's like, oh, he thinks he might be part of the crew now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, just like checking the perimeter, like checking like the other scouts. It's like, you know, stopping by being like, don't don't forget to keep your elbow up, you know, arm straight. Yeah, like. great. Right. Yeah. So you're sort of making the rounds, making sure everything is in order. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe at a certain point, like like uh, uh, Zarya comes over. Right. And she, she she sort of has a bemused smile on her face. I, I am, I'm picturing her finding you like checking posts in a fence or something like that, like mm-hmm. making sure there aren't gaps in it. Yeah, she 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 sort of comes over with a bemused uh, uh, smile on her face, and she says, uh, "Don't worry, Olaf. I think the fences will be just fine while you're away." <sighs> I don't I don't like the idea of being away. Do you think we we children are capable of looking after ourselves? No, 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 no. We bit of uh, homesickness, maybe. And she comes over and claps a big hand on your on your shoulder, Olaf. I understand. But it's important. Our world is so small, and yet there's still so much in it. There's much of this valley you've yet to see, Olaf. And if you're to be saving it now, there's much of it you must see. I won't let you down. I know. That's why I put you on the job. Thank you. It means a lot. You mean a lot, Olaf. Don't be gone for too long, eh? Oi. While I'm gone, I got a recommendation for you if you're looking for a new chief scout to fill in. Well, I imagine someone will have to make sure we're not in imminent danger while you're away. Who would you have in mind? There's no one better than me cousin Ayla. I know you've been working with her for a long time, but you think she's ready? She's still pretty young, eh? There's no one I'd trust more. If she didn't respect me so much, I think she'd beat me more times than not when we go on our little hunting trips. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a good humor can admit it, Olaf. Very well. If that is your design, you'll brook no challenge from me. She's ready. And she's ready to defend herself if there be a challenge. Days come, we must all be ready to defend ourselves. Luckily, we'll have you lot out there fighting the good fight. I'll do what I can. You'll do brilliantly. By the way, if you see the wee one, send her to my tent, would you? Absolutely. I should probably be tracking that lot down anyway. Oh, yeah, there's no one better suited. And she she holds out one of her enormous arms to kind of do the, you know, 
the Viking, the Viking uh, uh, handshake. Mm-hmm. And Travel well, Scooger. Olaf like grasps it and maybe hugs Zarya a little more than she was expecting. <laughs> she relents. She at first, you know, she's a you know how she at first she's a little like oh, oh uh, all right, <laughs> and she kind of relents. And then yeah, I think he just kind of like doesn't quite know what to do with himself at that point, and like kind of looks down and goes ah. Uh, uh, right, I'll, I'll be off. And just like turns and goes without really looking at her again. <laughs> I love this. Off to find your own way. And you head out. Yeah, awesome. I do, I do have a thing I remember. What's up? After I watch Kaz giving Irina instructions, I'm just kind of bebopping around. I want to take in all the things. Mm-hmm. And so I see that that's happening. And then I'm going to walk towards the tree line. And I'm going to try and find a couple more rocks for my project. Great. Give me survival or investigation. Okay. 17. Great. Roll a d4. You had two, right? We came away last time with two. She had four and then she discarded the two. Because they weren't quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One. (laughs) Nothing this time. Nothing. Nothing this time. All right. Well, I'm just walking. I'm walking the tree line still. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you find a lot of rock. It's funny, Winnie, actually. What happens this time is I think you find a lot of rocks that maybe, I mean, they're good rocks, but they're not really great rocks. Okay. And they I have to be specific. You I know, think They so have too, to be yeah. able to stack with the other ones and they have to be descending size. It's it's a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Like cairn pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not this time. Okay. I still have two. Drogar's <laughs> 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 <Drugar> still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he like he sits up and he's holding the jug in his hand and he's like, "Well, you're not witty." <laughs> she kind of puts the jug down. He and... throws it. She's doing yeah. a sneak again. Yeah. <laughs> God, Quick, everyone assemble! God be damned! Throws. <laughs> he throws the tent flap open. <laughs> the what? The child is sneaking. <laughs> Has anyone seen her? <laughs> Jug points. Jug, I'm right here. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, there you are. No, I'm sorry. Carry on, Drew. No, 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 no. Uh, so he sits up and he and he kind of looks at the jug and he goes, "You're not witty." And he puts it down and he, and he kind of stands up and like brushes himself off and um, and he like looks around and he's like, "This was lovely." And he just kind of goes over and um, you know he like takes his purple robe and he and he ties it. You know he has like kind of yeah. a gi tying pattern yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. So he ties it up and then he looks at the armor. And he just kind of puts a hand on the armor, and I imagine it feels, like, warm to the touch. It does, yeah. Yeah. Like it's been sitting on a radiator. Yeah, it's, like, nice and, and warm. Mm-hmm. Toasty. And in a and in a realm like Barovia, where, like, it feels like the cold is moist, and it's always it cutting through the mm-hmm. air. Yeah. It's a like damp cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, you know, that northeast cold, the, mm-hmm. ugh, that humid cold. So he takes the armor, and he um, and he puts the breastplate on, and he, you know, he, like, straps it, and he just kind of puts each piece of it on. And I imagine that maybe there's, like, uh, like uh, I don't know. I don't know what they would use for a mirror here. Do they have mirrors of any sort? Like, there are mirrors. They don't have any in the Berserker camp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he catches his image in his shield at one point, Great, yeah. mm-hmm. and he looks at his shield, and he kind of sees himself in this like resplendent suit of armor, and and he just kind of smiles, and he's like, "You don't look a day over two hundred and forty-four." And then he goes over and he picks the shield up, and he you know he slides the mace into his hilt. 
Uh, and he's like kind of like stepping out of the tent and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, you step out, Dragar, and you're seeing much say, oh, Kaz maybe still standing by the arena watching Irina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you see Dimitri and, and Rudolph talking to each other and the smoke billowing from the camp. When he's walking along the trees looking at the ground. Kaz is just like pacing back and forth with a stick just like because it's I don't know somehow when she when she's coaching she just like finds a stick she's like holding it behind her like, like a, a riding ballet crop. guy no I think I think just like sort of holding it down by her side and every time she needs to like accentuate a point she just like whack whacks the fence ah yes. nice no put your weight on the back foot Irina <laughs> <laughs> jumps yeah <laughs> I think Drogar has a moment where he looks at all this happening and the work that we've done is visible mm-hmm in a big way. Like very, very visible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, you know, he thinks about how Strahd capitalizes on fear and hatred and pain. And he looks around and he sees all these things. And I, I think maybe he maybe he catches a glimpse of the the little the longer hug of Zarya and Olaf, you know, mm-hmm. and like seeing Winnie like skipping and like kicking rocks and you know, and picking them up and looking at them and stuff. And it's a good moment. Yeah. And I think he just like takes a snapshot of that moment in his mm-hmm. mind and holds it dear. And then he will call to everybody and he will go, um, Kaz, Winnie, Olaf. I can't find any good rocks. <laughs> well, how many do you have? I have two. Two. Well, good things come in threes. There's bound to be one around here somewhere. Okay. I'm almost positive you're going to find one and we'll cast guidance on you <laughs> <laughs> roll again one last look <laughs> yeah last looks last looks with a d4 <laughs> didn't know if it's meant to be <laughs> hope you roll a 10 on that d4 <laughs> that's a 10 total <laughs> <laughs> sure okay uh roll a d6 <laughs> you find the opposite. You find a spiky rock instead. I find a skunk. Yeah. <laughs> a one. <laughs> no, you find. You can't find City Hall. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went on this trip to this, like the New Jersey watershed, and uh, I could have swore that I found this brown, perfectly like smooth rock. And when I went to go pick it up, it was actually shit. Uh, no! I swear to God. I pick like, up a piece of poo. Yeah, I, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I actually like put my hand in poop and I was like, oh, that's so disappointing on so many fucking levels. Uh, yeah, you got a poop hand right now. <laughs> I know, you sit from really far away, you just hear like, <laughs> and then I just am like going like this. I'm like waving at you. Somebody cast great water. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I start running. I start running back towards Drogar, like wiping on, like rubbing my hand on, on like the branches. Grass as I go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. So we reconvene. We'll have everybody together, kind of in the middle of camp here. Olaf saw the display of Winnie getting the poop on her hand and wiping it <laughs> off, and he like jogs up and catches up to her. He's like, yeah, you might want to watch watch that off in the stream over there. Oh, well, yeah, I, yeah, that's and, tinky. And uh, when you're done, uh, Zarya would like to see you. Oh, oh, oh! I need to get the poop off me before. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. Get rid of the poop. Zarya is oddly really strict about that. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> no poop. Did she say anything else? No, she uh, she just wanted to see. You. I mean. 
You're the queen of the werewolves now, so you're no, pretty important. Not really. Am I in trouble? No, I, 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 just meeting of leaders, you know. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he'll like nod to you and be like, "Let me know if you need anything." Okay. And it's then like he'll the just like turn and jog off. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'll go wash my hands. And I'll run off towards Zarya's tent. You do so. Everybody going to Zarya's tent or just Winnie? Anything else? I guess I would like then make my way to, to Drogar and Kaz if you mm-hmm. were congregating. And sure. Then... I think we kind of like see Winnie do that whole spectacle and, and Drogar's like, oh dear. <laughs> that didn't go as according to plan at all. <laughs> that happened to me when I was... I remember when I was 134 <laughs> and I stuck my hand in a pile of dragon shit. <laughs> it was quite awful. You see, dragon shit stays on the body for the <laughs> Even what to make matters worse, it was my own. <laughs> and that dragon shit was stuck on me for, for three, three years. years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love okay. it. I love um, the hokey shit. So is everybody going or just Winnie? I think Winnie's just going. All yeah, right, great. I think just Winnie. I great. think we see Winnie kind of scuffle off and uh off where she headed. Uh, Zarya wanted to see her. Oh, well, she is she is the leader of the uh, of the werewolves now. That's what I said. <laughs> so, Winnie, you scramble uh, over to that sort of. I don't want it. You scramble to that sort of central location, and you see the thick jets of black uh, smoke spewing up, billowing out of this open slot at the top of her huge tent. You know, it's kind of like a yurt. You know, if you've seen like nomadic. The, those huge, round, nomadic tents. Love me a good yurt. I yearn for yurts. Anyway, <laughs> now that's a TikTok trend, yurt life. Forget van life. I love uh, van life. Stop making fun of me for loving van life. <laughs> Hashtag yurt life. Anyway, yeah. you go in. Uh, you enter in, and uh, passing through the folds of the of the tent, uh, the temperature immediately rises inside Zarya's tent as the forge is in full bore. And as you make your way in... You know, she's got, she's like hammering away at her forge. You can see a small piece of metal in her tongs where usually it has the, you know, the, the tang of a blade or, uh, or, or some kind of handle that she's forging. It's usually something big and, uh, and heavy that she's working with, but she's got a tiny little something in her tongs and she's just like, hammering away at it and as she uh, rounds on it for the last time sparks fly off illuminating her face uh as she works she has like this these sort of like i picture them almost like these goggles but instead of glass in the viewport it's like obsidian almost you know like it's this like oily black stone uh, and she like pulls away the mask uh, uh and her face is covered with soot and and sweat and she looks up at you ah there you are, little wolf. I've got something for you. What is it? Well, why don't you come here and see? Okay. You make your way over, Winnie, and she kneels down. I got a special order last night. What? It's a bit more intricate, a little nambly-pambly than what I'm used to, but I think it's turned out all the same. What? From who? She kneels down. Do you know who the last person to wield the blood spear was before it was deposited in the crypt where Kazle received it. Um, was his name Kavan too? <laughs> <laughs> A good guess, but alas, no. Kavan was the first. Our unif, our great unifier, 
he started our line and was the first wielder of the blood the blood spear. But it has marked rulers of our clan ever since its inception. No, in fact, there have been sixteen Kavan wielders of the blood spear. The last one, the very last before Kasley herself, was the last free queen of the Berserkers. Her name was Kiala, but our people called her the Wolf Queen. You see, at the time, the rams, our people, are famous for breeding. They're hearty beasts, to be sure, but even they could fall victim to a pack of hungry wolves. It got so bad during Kiala's reign that our ancestors were in real danger of losing the animals that made our husbandry legend across the lands. And so Kiala devised a cunning plan. She spoke to the wolves, for she knew they would not hunt the rams unless they were desperate. For every ram that was taken, a wolf too were often felled in the attempt. She earned their trust, named them Pack, and ran with them, stalking the woods for wicked creatures that dwelt there and eating well upon their flesh. So sated, the attacks upon the rams stopped, and there was harmony. And she holds out, uh, she opens up her palm, and sitting in her huge palm is a little badge. It's in the shape of a wolf's head, and carved with intricate detail into the facade. It says, boss of werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's cool. <laughs> and she, says, she holds it up between, you know, two fingers, and she says, this badge bears her mark. And behind the the lettering inscribed into it, you can see ca- a relief carved into it uh, of a crescent moon crossed by a spear. Wow. Wear it well, little wolf, for I am proud to be part of your pack. Oh, wow. And she hands it to you. Oh, thank you. Hi. <laughs> uh, a little birdie told me you might like it. What? What do you mean? He's safe. Really? Mm-hmm. He's not mad? No. Where did... Where, how did you hear from him? He came. He came here? Told me to make this for you. But he didn't say hello? He's not ready, I don't think. But he wanted you to have this. So he knows about the werewolf thing? He flew in here as a sparrow, young Winnie, but I think... Had he his druthers, he would have been a proud peacock instead. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, and Winnie is cupping the badge in her palms and she just holds it to her chest for a second. Okay, we're about to leave again. If he comes again, do you have any way that you can send me a message or something? If he comes again, can you try and make him stay? I can, Winnie, but I don't have that power, I don't think. Me neither. All things in time, little wolf. Don't you worry. Thank you. Uh, Campbell, this is a wondrous magic item. (gasps) It gives you a new way to use your channel divinity. What? You can activate your channel divinity and all allies within 15 feet of you get advantage on their attack rolls. Holy shit! 
It's, it's like a new, it's a new channel it's divinity a new thing. Channel divinity, I can yeah. do this channel divinity yeah. thing and give everyone advantage. I'm calling it boss of where boss of werewolves. <laughs> Fuck yes! But yeah, it's essentially channel divinity. It's, boss of it's essentially a 15 foot radius of pack tactics. Nice. Oh, oh god. god. That's awesome. Very oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boss oh. of werewolves. She is the boss of werewolves. Fuck yeah. Pack Let's go. That is very clever. Nice. Wow. Fucking awesome. Oh. Um. For how long does that? Whoa! For how? Whoa! <laughs> so like we'll say like, we'll say it's like an hour, like spiritual weapon or something, or, or a minute. Like in a combat? minute, yeah. yeah we'll yeah, say yeah. it's a minute. We'll say it's a minute. I was gonna say wow. an hour. So like Holy in shit. combat, yeah, in <laughs> combat, it's ten rounds. Um, ten rounds of advantage. Yeah. yeah. If they're within fifteen, if they're feet within of me. fifteen feet of you, it's fucking wow. huge. Cool. Let's go, Tre- uh, Trevor. Behind a curtain. Pack Tactics is usually, what spellbook does that uh, usually come out of? Well, no, Pack Tactics is an ability that's on like direwolves and werewolves yeah. and a lot of things. It's, it. if, if an ally is within five feet of you, you get advantage on your attack. Almost like flanking automatically, yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. But so what this does is it doesn't give Winnie any advantages, but everyone within 15 feet of her gets advantage, advantage on their attacks. Because she's yeah. the leader of the pack. That's wow. fucking yeah, awesome. She is. Wow. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Oh. Wow. So yeah, it's a new use. It's a new use for your channel divinity. Wow. While you're wearing while you while you have this badge, you can use your channel divinity for boss of werewolves. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Way cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, you're putting together a nice merit badge. You've got Gord of the Year yep. and Boss, boss of Werewolves. Oh my gosh. To store a all Girl your badges Scout, on. A Girl yeah. Scout sash. Miss Girl Scout sash. Goodness gracious. Uh w- Winnie looks up at Zarya with such awe and again in this journey is reminded just how much of an effect it has had on her to have strong women around passing on knowledge and and teaching her both to be powerful and respectful and gentle mm. and uh, will do whatever i mean if, if it clips onto her let's say it ha- mm-hmm. yeah let's say let's say both and the badge that charlie gave you have like a little pin in the back but yeah, yeah. but she get yeah but she gives you a big warm smile winnie uh and 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 pats you on the back i'll give her a tiny salute mm-hmm. she gives yeah she gives it right back like in like with like playful stoicism mm-hmm. she's like mm-hmm. you know thank you Thank you. We'll be back soon, soon, I hope. I sure hope. Is Sasha around? Uh, you'd probably have to ask Olaf. Okay. It's been really nice here. Thank you. We were really, really so sad. And thanks for just making us feel cozy. We were quite sad until you all showed up. Sorry you had to take it under your shoulders, but we're all really enjoying the reprieve. Yeah, okay. Travel safe, little wolf. Ow! Ow! And I'll turn and run out of the tent. Yeah, great. <laughs> you do so. And I feel like, Winnie, you, <laughs> as you run back down to us, you see that we've convened, reconvened by the the pit where Irina is like throwing the javelins. And Drogar is just standing there and he's turning to Kaz and he goes, so, so now let me get this straight. You lean back on your back 
foot, right? It starts with the earth. You well, say. you see, yes. In fact, the the I don't know if you know the thing you have to understand about javelin, Shroga. Yes, is that the Whack. power comes from the earth. <laughs> Whack. Comes from the earth. Who's the coach here? You don't lean back on the foot. You push from the foot. You push back against the earth, and the earth pushes back against you, and then you let that force travel through the hip, which rotates, and then your torso rotates, and then your shoulder carries that momentum forward until your arm, like the crack of a whip, launches the javelin forward. Yeah, come on, Drogo, it's not even hard. Oh. Well, you see, I've, I've actually never thrown a javelin. I, I will admit when I've never done something. <laughs> have, you, have you thrown a punch? Uh, yes. <sighs> Same principle. Albeit I was drunk many a time, but yes. <laughs> well, if you were sober, maybe you would remember doing that. It's, yes. kind of in- it's kind of instinctual, but you have to train it. I'll take your word for it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll look around if Sasha's around, or I'll look for Olaf. Yeah, oh, yeah. Olaf is con- will be, yeah. I-, I assume, yeah, congregating. I think you see Olaf talking to a young woman who looks very similar to him, uh same like shade of red hair like braided back where Olaf has like the size of his head shaved she just has her hair like full pulled back and braided and she's like maybe half an inch shorter and a little slimmer but like you would think they were brother and sister Mm -hmm. and he's like kind of like patting her on the shoulder like and they're like talking and that's kind of what you see him doing I'll run over that way and then I'll slow down to a walk not wanting to interrupt and not knowing who this person is. Yeah, so you kind of, you arrive on the scene, Winnie, maybe just in time to to overhear. Well, if you want to take another day just to make sure you've compiled all your thoughts in one place, otherwise, I think we'll have things in tow. Don't worry. You've trained me well. You've trained all of us well. I could do without the attitude, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It'll never happen. <laughs> you know I trust you. You know you're right. But don't get overconfident. Don't worry. If I ever do, I'll have Zarya to back me up and all the lads. Ayla, caution first. Survive. Second. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you survive... To win every second. Do not take a risk you do not need to take. I never read him. I never met a risk who didn't want to take me on a trip. Don't worry, Olaf. When he's watching like a ping pong match. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We'll be fine. You go save the valley. We'll all be here when you're finished. You better be. Indeed we will. Just as you loved us. And then I think I'll like glance over and see uh, Winnie. Hi. And I'm like, hello there, little wolf. Hi. Um, is Sasha around? We might be able to find her. She's been uh, making her home on the uh, outskirts of camp. Oh, okay. You want me to show you where? Oh, okay. And then he'll uh, look at Ayla and give her like one last nod and be like, do not be overconfident. Do not get too drunk while you're away. You know I only do that when I celebrate. Well, you know I'm only overconfident when there's danger about, so, you know. <laughs> and he, like, looks at Winnie and just, like, shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> and goes, and then looks back at Ayla and goes, 
you'll be the death of me if it ain't Strahd first. I'd like to see him try. <laughs> I think at that point, he just like shakes his head and like nods, like puts his hand on her shoulder and then starts walking off towards the outskirts of camp. Mm-hmm. You're walking and I'm kind of jogging alongside. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? <sighs> the bane of my existence. <laughs> that, uh, that'd be me cousin Ayla. And I think the new chief scout of the berserkers. And that's what you were? I. Okay. What does scouts do? From what I heard about your friend Artemis, pretty much what he did for your group. Oh. We make sure uh, we don't walk into any danger. And we make sure that we know before danger comes to us. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he, when he go, gets quiet and just walks with you. Yeah, and I think uh, Olaf kind of embraces that quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, we just walk quiet. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, Winnie, I think, actually, you feel quite comfortable being in quiet with Olaf. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's new. And so, yeah, you make your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think we find this, like like area where there's like kind of fallen trees and like you know where there's this little like hidden cove and i like slow down and i kneel down and i like point it out to you and i'm like you see that little cove right there Mm -hmm. right under that fallen tree yeah that's where i've seen sasha making her home oh so she's kind of like doing her thing yeah but uh i'll leave you to it i'm sure she'd like to see you okay and then he'll uh from his pack, he'll pull out like a little piece of like dried meat. Nice, and he'll give it to you. Beck, I usually like to stop by every morning and give her one of these, but I think uh, you should do it today. Okay. And then yeah, so he'll give it to you, and then he'll give you a nod and just turn and walk away. Okay. Yes, you find yourself in this little hollow, Winnie. Okay, I'm. I I I hear as Olaf, his footsteps kind of disappear into mm-hmm. the distance. And I'll just hold this out, weirdly nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not necessarily like the animals guy. Mm -hmm. Sasha! You're sort of approaching the cave entrance? I'm standing still, and I'm just holding it out right now, looking Mm -hmm. at the cave entrance. Great. Give me animal handling. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I would like... 14. I would like to get... Okay. I was just going to say, I would like to give Winnie advantage on that, because Sasha knows her. Hang with me. The forest is still silent around you, Winnie. Would you like to try to get a little closer? Yes. But first, I'm going to get on all fours. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to crawl, crawl. Okay. over. Great. Yeah, I'm crawling. With, still holding the thing in my hand, but I'm crawling. Hey, Sasha. What you doing? <laughs> Give me another animal handling. Good morning. <laughs> it's me from before. Natural 20. Dang. Let's go. See, that's why I do it. <laughs> uh, so you stand there sort of looking looking into this little, ho- this dark hollow uh, that uh, that Olaf pointed out to you. And you sit there for a moment, like quiet and waiting, just to waiting for some sort of sign of uh, Sasha. And for a moment, nothing comes, and you almost get a little discouraged. You know, maybe you're, you you pucker your face a little bit, Winnie, distraught. 
and you almost like sort of turn to go. And as you turn around, there she is <gasps> at the edge of the clearing. You see her, like her shoulders up. You know how like cats slink mm -hmm. with their shoulder blades, like the highest part of themselves. Um, and she's just watching you from the edge of the tree line. I'll like whip around. Go, you are sneaky, sneaky. Uh, <laughs> and at the sound of your voice, uh, you see her eyes go like from that real narrow, those real narrow slits. They like go big, open wide. And she kind of like in one leap kind of bounds towards you and starts licking her, oh. uh, that her like rough <laughs> sandpaper tongue oh. like scrapes against the side of your face. And I, while she's doing that, I'm I feel like I'm like on the ground and she's like on yeah, top of yeah, me. And yeah. I'm just giving her like cheek scratches. She's like twice as heavy as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And <laughs> and I'm gonna try and like push her off. Like, I brought breakfast for you. <laughs> yeah, she roll uh, she does like roly polies like Dusty does out on yeah. the deck. You know, yeah. <laughs> and you hold out the little ration that Olaf gave you and she she sort of like snaps it up uh merrily. And I think as she eats it, she like she like takes it and nibbles on it, like holds it between her paws and then rolls over on her back again. Mm -hmm. And I'll like give her belly scritches mm -hmm. and then um, just lay for a second. I'm just going to try and just lay my head on her chest for a second. You feel the low rumbles of her purrs uh, yeah. as you lay her head against your chest and it's very soothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's all I wanted. I just wanted to let her know. That we're still here. You get the sense she knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back, okay? Mm -hmm. Do you know who to go to if you need anything? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you safe in this little cave? Okay, there's wolves about, but did you know? And then I'll point to the boss of werewolves badge. <laughs> uh, she... Uh, she does that thing. She like pushes her head into your hand again, trying to get you to do scritches again. Okay, and okay, kind of okay, cuddles okay. up against you. Okay, okay, okay. And I'll give her scritches, and then I, for a second, when he just gets quiet again, and just looks in her eyes, and just gives her like one last pat, mm -hmm. and I'll and I'll head on out. Okay, you do so. Back to camp. Very Anything cool. else? I think when he comes back and sees that we have hitched up the Desi yeah, up to yeah, the car yeah. and, and Olaf, you know, I'm I'm like, I got Olaf and I'm like, now, she's a little tender on her back rear. So when you use the reins, try <laughs> yeah, to keep yeah, it centered yeah, yeah, toward yeah. the top of her back. <laughs> All right. Oh, you, you'll be a great driver. I have no doubt. Oh, Winnie. So yeah, you yeah. kind of reconvene here. the The wagon is hitched. Daddy, mm -hmm. Desi's ready to go. The uh, many of the berserkers sort of start gathering up around you, as as do many of the you know Irina, the Martikovs, Rudolph, kind of to see you off. Dimitri steps over and says, uh, "Well, I have uh, relished the battles we have fought together. I think I should take it upon myself to make sure everyone gets back to Velaki safely." Yeah. Okay. Whatever we find at Argenvost Holt. Uh, we we will be sure to report back. Go safely. It once was a place of great hope, great peace. I do not know if you will find it in such repair. Something tells me something good waits for us. Far be it from me to judge your instincts. They have been right so far. Thank you, my friends. Be safe, yes? Mm-hmm. 
And you as well. Take care of Velaki while we're gone. Indeed I will. I will I will keep a close eye on everyone. Good. Yeah. I'll give Irina a big hug. Yeah, she, she goes down to her knees and like lifts you up and gives you a huge squeeze. Off on another grand adventure already. I hope it's a grand adventure. I have no doubt. Whoever waits for you on the at the end of this road will be better for seeing you just as I have been. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll see you back in Malaki, and then we have to have a party. Indeed you will, little sister. Okay. And I'll give her one last hug, and just for a second, it's like, you know, she said goodbye to Irina a bunch of times before. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time where it's just different now, because we have left and come back mm-hmm. with one less. Yeah. So she just gives her a really solemn last hug, and she, like, mm-hmm. breathes her in for a second. Yeah, she kind of just like holds you so tightly and and sort of just like gently speaks into your ear as you're as you're hugging. You make my world bigger. Please be safe. Okay. And she lets you go. I think Drogar stands up on the like kind of puts a knee up on the on the seat and he's getting ready to be like, friends. It has been a wonderful time to see you. And suddenly, Desi's like, falls back in his seat. That's great. And we're on our way. And we're off. That's great. And we're I on our way. I love that so much. One last thing before I leave. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> but it's just like, it's oh like the God. beginning of the St. Crispin's Day speech. Like, he's ma- it would be like if Sir Lawrence Olivia was making his way up the hay bale and then the hay bale fell out from yeah, under him. Yeah, yeah. You know? So he's like, he's, yeah, he's like, he gets a knee up and he's like friends it has been lovely and like it just and you're off and it leads <laughs> and then Cass just goes don't do anything I wouldn't do yeah the cart departs Yester Hill slowly making its way down the uh, the, the tiered burial hill um, and you set out again along the old Svalage road at this point quite familiar to you you cross back across the Luna River crossing where once a lifetime ago you dug up some zombies oh Blech. Jesus um, remember Winnie that's where I dug up those zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we went on that road trip? <laughs> and so you make your way back to the road that you would continue on if you were headed back to Velaki. But at a certain point, the road uh, branches off and turns south. And this is when you have not traveled before. You come to a, a signpost in the road that, you know, as you approach it, a raven caws and, and, and clacks. Uh, atop the post, taking on wing as you draw nearer, and uh, the faceplate pointing south at the faded lettering nearly makes out Argen Vost Holt. Uh, and you turn the carriage south and begin you begin to man- meander. And almost immediately upon turning south, the landscape begins to change. Always when you travel through Barovia, you feel choked almost by the forest as they wrap around you, their spidering branches forming a canopy uh, over every road that you travel upon through this valley. However, as you move southwards, it starts to sort of open up uh, into rolling hills and sort of sprawling grassland. It's sort of a the central pa- plain of the valley, if you will, at the base of Mount Gaucus. I think Drogar is going to light up his pipe hmm. while he's sitting on the... He's got a very Gandalf. He's kind of got the reins in one hand and he's got a pipe in the other and he's like, this is quite a change of scenery. It's almost idyllic, almost, for Barovia. Hmm. Winnie! Hmm? 
Hook your head out. What's up? Look at these hills. Whoa. Yeah, you see them. They kind of like roll out and you can almost like you see the landscape at a distance because the fog is not quite so oppressive today. You see the landscape almost begin to tilt upwards as it moves Whoa. towards the slope of Mount Gaucus. Do you think because Argenvash was a dragon, he needed like lots of place to play? Well, dragons, Winnie, are massive creatures. I mean, you think I'm tall. You are tall. Yes. You see that tree over there? Mm-hmm. And I point to I point to like a, a tree. It's, it's a fair height, maybe 50 feet tall or something like that. And he goes, I once knew a dragon that stood on its hind legs and was as tall as that tree. A good dragon or a bad dragon? Oh, it's a very good dragon. Oh, good, good dragon. dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But, uh, but uh, intimidating, nonetheless. Yeah, that's spooky. Um, what kind of color? Red. Oh, red. Oh, yes. God. Unlike his counterparts, he was friendly. Oh. Yes. He had mean, like, brothers and sisters. Oh, Winnie, there were many a dragon in this world. Many. As you continue this conversation, the uh, you kind of the road turns and kind of dips down into a little ravine. Carry on. You see, Winnie, they're all color of dragon: black, green, red, purple, blue, the color of the sky. But some of the most powerful dragons are large red dragons, ancient. Does the color of dragon you are like mean anything for who you are as a person, dragon? Well, I think it depends. On who your parents were, and who you're surrounded by. So kind of like same as everybody else. Yes, although some dragons are born evil, and some are born great. And sometimes it is so strong of a will that no matter how hard they try, they are driven in the direction that they were, you might say, conceived to be. I was lucky. I was not one of those dragons. You were born great. Well, I was... I was born evil. Really? Yes, I was born lost. You were born that way? Well, not born that way. It's hard to explain. I wasn't born evil, but I was formed in evil and in darkness. I was raised in it. I was... Did you have good parents? You know, to tell you the truth, I can't remember my parents. You can't remember? No. You can't remember like it was so long ago, or you can't remember like somebody made you forget? You know, Winnie, I think it was the latter. Oh, oh, that's so bad. (laughs) You know, there's a large portion of my memory that I don't remember, Winnie, and a lot of it has to do with before I was found by the Knights of Tyr. I was, uh, well... I was much like Strahd, lost and consumed by hatred, envy, greed, anger. But you can, you could be good. Do you think Strahd can be good? (sighs) I fear that Strahd is consumed by something and controlled by something other than himself. Don't get me wrong, was Strahd just himself that had fallen down this path, down this madness that we see him in? Uh, Perhaps... Perhaps there would be a light inside him. But no, Winnie. I think something else consumes him. Another power controls his spirit and his soul. I think he abandoned that long ago for the power he now has. Drugger, give me a perception check. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what's that? What's 
that? <laughs> natural, natural 20! <laughs> natural 20! Thank you, modern artifice. Thank you, modern artifice, for all your dice me. Your gold dragon dice. Gold dragon yes. dice. Go ahead. That's modern artifice for when you only want to roll above a 15. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I like that. I like that better. Drogar. Disclaimer, we cannot guarantee the modern artifice dice will roll above 15 every time. <laughs> okay. You need to fucking save that, and we need to make that a thing. That, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. That needs to be, like, our next time that we run their ad, that we record it, it needs to have that section in there. I'm a workshop it. Yeah. I love it. I love everything about that. Trevor's about to drop some shit on us while yeah. we make this plan. Wait, Why do you think out. I'm joking? Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> I'll wait. Oh my god, you did not! Oh, the shade. Did I it get darker in here? Too. Hold on, I hold can on. wait for as long as I've it takes. learned from the best. <laughs> Quote Campbell, a teacher. Okay. Droger. As you have this conversation with Witty, your voice catches in your throat as a sound makes its way to the edge of your hearing. The sound of the air being ripped in half, the sound that you are so familiar with, Drogar, hellfire oh. bursting into life you have a second what do you want to do, do, you want to do? Hellfire? And, and suddenly and suddenly as you sit there reminiscing of your days under tiamat's control and suddenly uh time stops <laughs> as trocar looks at his spell Jesus. hey what do you mean you don't have a hellfire drop yeah. oh i don't know everyone do you have a hellfire drop <laughs> I didn't know there was there needed to ever be a hellfire drop. Perhaps I was just being optimistic by not preparing a hellfire drop. Son of a bitch. Jeez Louise. Um What you wanna do? What you wanna do? What you wanna I do? I know, I know, I know. Drogar will pull the reins far to the left mm-hmm. on Desi. Mm-hmm. What you do? What you do? What you do? You, you pull the reins hard on the left! And we'll cast Death Ward on Winnie. Okay, great. Uh give me a animal handling check. To sort of spur her. That's a natty 19 for a 23. Okay, Drogar. You rip the wane. Yeah. You rip the reins. Yeah! Right? And, and like, everyone kind of, like, lurches in the back of the wagon. And Drogar grabs under Winnie's arm. And Winnie, you feel this, like, barrier of energy kind of go over you. Hold on! You, uh... Uh, give her a quick jolt and she lurches forward and just as you pass where you were just a moment ago Drogar the uh, earth rends open leaving this gaping gash in the very uh, earth beneath it and you hear like this suction of the air around it being pulled into this vacuumous opening it's uh immediately recognizable to you to rogar this is the portal from which ludmilla summoned her hellhounds once before and as it opens a gout of flame pours up out of it shooting like a pillar up into the air you feel the heat even you drogar against your skin the, uh, against your scales the heat of this eruptive moat of hellfire that erupts into existence and then flickers just as quickly as it came and the earth kind of like rends back together and as you sit there for a moment, sort of like reeling, trying to figure out what just happened. Sugar will pull Desi back and like stop her in her tracks. Yeah, she like rears back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now, startled. Whoa, now, whoa, Desi. Yeah, and as you sort of all are trying to get your feet under you. <laughs> you all look so stupid when you think you're going to die. 
And as you all turn up on the the sort of like lip of the ravine, towering over you, looking down upon you as you sit in the cart, the brides. Jesus fuck. They stand there. Three of them? All three. Staring down at you. Ludmilla is like the tallest with her golden tiara, her really dark sort of like dreadlocked hair pulled back in a tight uh, sort of almost like ballerina bun. And she has this elegant white dress on. She stares down at you, stoic and stony faced. Volanta, sort of like she can't ever quite sit still. She's always a little bit like about like flowing or bouncing back and forth in this uh, long red gown. Uh, and then on Astraya and her tiny little black dress, uh, uh, half as tall as either of the other two, uh, laughing with cold mirth. Yeah, I think Olaf, as soon as the hellfire ripped through, he like turned around from his scouting position and started sprinting back to the caravan. So at this point, like as they appeared, like he had just gotten back. Sure, to the front sure. Of the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like uh-huh. he's kind of at a loss. Like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. He's never seen the bride. So yeah, he's kind of sure. just like easy, Olaf. And so they stare down at you. And Anastraya, who is laughing and like almost like wiping a tear away from her eye, looks down and says, Wait a minute. Where's the ranger? And then uh, Ludmilla turns to her and says, without even, without taking her eyes away from you, turns to Anastraya. He died, Anastraya. Well, but I thought you said the handsome one died. I thought you meant the Martikov. At which point Volanta chimes in. A simple mistake, Anastraya. You see, our oldest sister wife has more mature tastes. And... Um, Ludmilla, still, like, uh, uh, unmoving, staring down at you. You see, Olaf, these are Strahd's brides, as evil and as despicable as he is. Hmm. Tell me, ladies, how fares your husband's eye? Uh, at which point, like, they all get a sort of sour look on their faces. Actually, Drogar, roll an insight check. Ah, it was bound to happen at some point. Oh, son uh, of a bitch. It was bound to happen. Uh, that is a natural one for a eight. Sure. It's <sighs> oh, a tense sh- It's a tense moment. Yeah. You notice a change. As you bring up the eye, mm-hmm. you notice a change in all of their demeanor, but it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. I feel but, like I feel like maybe I struck a nerve. Maybe. You feel like... Maybe. <laughs> you have an inkling, Drogar, maybe you struck a nerve. Yeah. Where yes. the fuck are they? Are they standing? They're like... The so tree. you are at the bottom of a little... Like the road cuts through a small ravine, and so they're standing on a cliffside uh, above you. They have the high ground. Mm-hmm. At which point Ludmilla, who has, has stood statue still this entire time, just staring at you, not breaking eye contact. She just looks down at you, almost not even... Uh, not taking the bait, Drogar. She just looks down at you all. Where is Irina? She's safe. And that is all you need to know. Kaz, Kaz jumps off the cart. Kaz jumps off the cart and she is, as she does so, she's drawing a uh, cactus. Uh, cactus in one hand and just yes. just as a show of intimidation, spinning uh, the blood spear around in her other hand. She'll jump down and up to the broad, up to the brides, up to the broads, up to the brides. <laughs> Engage the listen handbrake, here. you dumb broad. <laughs> listen here, ladies. Listen, listen, listen. Now you listen, listen here. Now you listen here, ladies. Uh, 
Do you three want to show, try to show us what you're made of again? Or do you just want to call it and go home? Because if you do, I know a shortcut. Go ahead and open another hole in the ground. I'll show it to you. Oh, good one, Kaz. <laughs> Ludmilla takes a f- you, you view up at the edge of the cliffside. She takes a few steps and holds one foot out open the, over the open chasm. She has a fabulous set of heels on. And she just dangles this foot out over the open air and drops and like plummets through the air, still standing upright and lands on the road next to you. And you can see like the earth, like, like splinter beneath her, like a little depression is left uh, in the earth as she lands. And so she's now she's like down on the ground level with you and she takes a few steps forward still. She's not that far away, but she just looks at you unchanging. I don't know what you all did, but you pissed our husband off enough that he has allowed us to hunt our wayward sister. She's not our sister! From up on the cliff, Volanta um, breaks out. That's why Strahd has cut us loose. He has grown bored of her rude behavior and giant forehead. <laughs> oh or perhaps, my god. Or perhaps, ladies, he has grown bored of you. Ludmilla cuts her eyes across at you, Drogar. I'll not ask you again. We have no quarrel with you anymore, but I have a score to settle with the princess. So tell me, where is she? There are two ways that this valley is going to go, and you, bride of the devil, can be on the right side, or you can be on the side that has never seen road from again. <laughs> And you're the right side, yes. You must see that he is using you. Okay, hero. Indulge me. You kill my husband. Wipe his legacy from this valley. What do you do then? What's the plan once he's dead? Well, the plan is to give it back to the people. And so you have thought about how to do that? You have thought about how to institute a stable government for these people. You have thought about how to organize the squabbling villages to make sure trade is is facilitated. You have thought about settling blood feuds between the royal families who live in this place. You have thought about tending to the trees, the rocks, the stone, the mountain, the nature of this place. You... How would you tend to the trees? Thank you, Winnie. And as for the blood feuds, I think we've settled quite a few of them while we've been here. Or perhaps you didn't see what happened to Lady Walker. If you want to win me to your side, you tell me you're not making something worse. Honestly, I don't give a flying fuck about any of that. I just want to go fucking home. And right now you're standing in between me and that. So are we fighting or are you leaving? I think we're discussing diplomacy as botched and as bastardized as it might look. Isn't that right, Bride of Strahd? See, I told you, Ludmilla. Uh, uh, Anastraya from again up on the cliffside. You see, I I think that Strahd is letting us hunt Irina because he knows that these idiots will throw themselves in front of us to save her, and he's hoping we will kill them. I don't know. It's getting so hard to keep track of the rules anymore. This used to be fun. You all have made it not fun. You know that? You know, directly at Volanta. That was on Australia. But, I, but directly at Volanta, uh-huh. Kaz is going to go, I just want to give you the chance to be the baddest bitch of somewhere, as long as it's somewhere well outside of eyeshot of me. 
I'm going to eat your tongue. Ludmilla. You tried once and I threw you down through a hole in the ground. <laughs> Try again! Enough. Ludmilla holds up a hand. I don't have qualm with you anymore. But I can't stand her anymore. She's a slight on my honor. I will see her dead. Where is she? No. No. Let it go. How old are you? That's what I... That was my question, Volanta, from up on the hill. <laughs> old enough to know better, little one. Then know better and leave her alone. We gave you a chance. Is this your answer? Stubborn obstinance as always. Ludmilla. I once thought the three of you could not be reasoned with. But I've seen something in you today. As strange as you might think it, as sad and pitiful as you might think it. You know. Eventually, he is going to get tired of having you three on a leash. <laughs> and then what will he do with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is Ludmilla. I don't mean to laugh. I am sorry. It's just... You know so little about me. And yet you tell me all these noble things. Do you know what I am, Master Dragon? A spawn. And the two up on top of the hill kind of hiss a little bit. Do you know what that means? Yes, I do. It means he drinks my blood. But I don't get a lick of his. Do you? That would make you a true vampire. Full. As one day he promised me I would be. Hmm. You say one day he'll grow born of me. It was three centuries ago he grew bored of me. But did I complain? No. I did my duty. I am Lord Miller of House Sofiansastok. I do my duty without complaint. But do you know what he said? To her on her first night in the castle. He said, take of me, Irina. Take of me, princess. Drink my blood. Be a true. And yet you still follow him. It's not a matter of following. It's a matter of pride. Well, and Drogar will draw his shield and his mace. Ludmilla, pride goeth before the fall. And he stances up. <laughs> Very cute. We have already seen how we match up toe to toe, Drogar. That is not what I'm here for. Don't be boring. 
You want Irina? Yes. What is it going to change if you find Irina? I don't know. Maybe I'll feel better. For <laughs> how long? I'll worry about that then. Honestly, I'd already forgotten about Irina. If it's Strahd's blood you want, then you and I have more in common than we thought. No doubt. Fine. Have it your way. I'll have the girl's head one way or the other. You'll see us again soon. Hmm. Sleep tight. And she, like, the uh, the long trains of her dress flutter and convulse. And there's this sort of sound and sensation of rushing air as the folds of her dress convulse and contort and turn into huge bat-like wings Fuck. that spread wide. And with one massive gust, she lifts herself up into the night air. And all three of them sort of begin to fly away against the unbroken blanket of the fog ahead. Strodcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Ned Ianacone as Drogar, Tyler Cantor as Olaf, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. Our patrons make great suggestions for a live improv show. Folks like Lottie Dottie, Samantha Hine, Mo, Taylor Roth, and Vincent Valdez. Welcome to the party. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, Binge Madness and Mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Strodcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. <laughs>